The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, an anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Got Games in Dell City, Green Bambino, Paseo Plunge, and My Chic Geek in Oklahoma City, and Waving Wheat Bakery and Bistro in Norman, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 245 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. This Saturday, Red Dirt D&D is continuing its holiday specials on its Twitch channel. And this time, it's not only in celebration of Halloween, but it's also helping Extra Life for Kids, which raises money for the Children's Hospital Foundation. As before, our very own Kiri Hester will be sitting in the Dungeon Master seat, and she joins us to talk about it. Kiri, welcome back to the Okie Geek Podcast. Thanks for having me. It's always so much fun. I know. It's so great to have you here. Now, tell me, uh, tell me about this weekend's game. So if you've been following our holiday specials, we've done four of them now. Mm -hmm. We started with Christmas at the end of 2020. Then we did did Valentine's Day 2021. Mm -hmm. Then we did Midsummer in uh, June. And now we are getting at um, Halloween at the end of October uh, in their world. At the end of Midsummer, we had an introduction to kind of a larger plot that I hadn't planned when I originally started the holiday specials. I planned for them to be very episodic, but I wanted to give my players a big goal to go after. Mm -hmm. So I came up with that kind of larger plot and they were tasked with finding four items. They found one of them, well, they won one of them when Mm -hmm. they won Titania's Midsummer Tournament and they're going off in search of the second, the Veil of Shadows um, in a haunted manor style house. And I'm pretty nervous about it. I was nervous for Valentine's day because it was the first time I had kind of written my own but I think I'm even more nervous about this one because there's a lot going on and it's a lot to keep track of. And you have to remember, I'm a very baby DM. I've only DM'd for you guys. So four times, um, plus two dry runs with my regular Saturday group. I was wondering, so you did, did you have a regular Saturday group that you you play with? Have they not asked you to do any kind of DMing with them? really so during the holiday season when you know this guy is gone and this guy is gone and this guy is gone we'll take turns like doing like little one shots or like little we'll just set up like little like tournament of monsters right they'll have the dm play just the various monsters and we'll just throw a character at it but um so i ran them through christmas carol after you guys and then most recently this last saturday i did a dry run of um this one and it made me more nervous. So, (laughs) but I was, this one has been a big, like a lot of work on my end. There's a lot of detail. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just because there's the way. So hmm, let me think about my words. Yeah. What I did is I found a super awesome mod that I loved. And I was like, I love the vibe of this. I love the themes. This fits in with what my big storyline is. This will be great. I'll just substitute this item that they're looking for in this house for my item. Right. It seemed easy peasy. And then I get in there and I start looking at it and he has written it in GURPS. Mm-hmm. So this is a Steve Jackson type game? 
I don't know who that is. That's the, he's the guy who created GURPS. <laughs> oh. The generic universal role-playing system. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's been a lot of work on my end to try to like translate it. Yeah. Um, with my five minutes of Googling GURPS rules and not reading them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's really interesting. It'll be interesting to kind of see how it goes. And the biggest thing I learned from my dry run is that I am not good at improving dialogue. I need to write myself all of my monologues because I will forget things. Yes. So I'm excited and trepidatious, but there's going to be some great opportunities for some characters to really kind of have a big moment. And I'm excited about that as well. The past episodes have, have seen these characters kind of grow. You're right. I thought it was just going to be an episodic, maybe even one-off type thing. And we're now 10th level, which again, writing anything for a 10th level party is very difficult to try and make it balanced exactly which is why i was hoping for the dry run and unfortunately my regular saturday night group is it doesn't start until seven and we don't like to be there all night long so i didn't actually run them through combat i just like described it and two of the guys in that group are really um capable dms um and they think it'll probably be okay oh gosh but um, if anything, it, if anything, we, we, we have designed it to be too big for you guys. So mm. I can always like, we'll just take, he's, he just will forget he has that ability. He will, you know right. what I mean? Um, or we'll just, oh yeah, you hit him for 25. We'll say it's 50. Yeah. Um, and kind of scale it down on the fly. Yeah. You can always way. drop hit points as you yeah. need. I, you know, I'm running a fifth level group and I've had to max out all of my hit points just to make it somewhat of a challenge for them because mm -hmm. it's not, they're walking through everything very easily. So I think you might be surprised as how well combat goes for the for the players. Well, and the good, uh, well, good news for you guys. I mean, kind of good news for me as well is you guys are really competent players. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you're also all really competent dungeon masters as well and game runners. And so, uh, and you are all, understanding of me the baby who has only dm'd a half dozen times ever so um you're you're great and helpful and wonderful um and you guys know that i don't i'm not a combat heavy kind of a gal yeah. i'm more puzzles and find it and searches and so we'll see i don't want to give too much away um but i feel like uh you um unfortunately for you guys a lot of the skill checks that i was having to translate from gurps over to right. 5e it was a lot of intelligence based things because oh i couldn't think of how else like how do you translate a heraldry role heraldry that's history that's obviously history so that's an intelligence <laughs> based yeah. stat it's a lot of intelligence roles so we'll see how you guys do because i don't think anyone picked that up <laughs> i think that's our dump stat for every one of our party members I, I don't I don't think any of us picked it. The nice thing is though that we are I, these characters were designed to be kind of more role play than than battle. They they right. they they can certainly handle themselves in battle, but really uh, I think Ash's character, I think they created more of a, a the, the although it's a war, warlock, I think it's again more more toward role play than it is to and uh, Johnny's character is more role play, and so is mine. And so mm -hmm. I, I think, I think it fortunately it lends itself more toward role play than it does combat. 
Yep. I would agree with you on that point. I can't believe we talked you into doing the DMing thing and you stuck with it. For my, my, you know, four out of the six times I've ever DM'd has been live on the internet. I know. Um, <laughs> for everyone to see. For everyone to see. It's fine. Um, if my students ever wanted to embarrass me, they'll go back and find me um, yelling at myself um, mm-hmm. as two queens in the Valentine's Day special. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's that's always a problem for a dungeon master when they get caught talking to an NPC and they're just back and forth with, and it's like, I'm, I need to have somebody to interact with here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I will say so some of the great things that have happened, you know, I originally started this to be very episodic, but there have been a couple characters that you guys have really liked. And so I've been able to keep around um, mm-hmm. the position, of course, who's just a position. Um, <laughs> it's the doctor. The, the doctor named Roger that I had to make up on the fly. And then Hathor, um, the bartender at Rendezvous mm-hmm. in Ville de l'Amour also is a favorite character. So um, both of those characters do come back because you guys will be returning from the Midsummer Tournament in her bar. Like that's where you left. And so that's where you'll be starting back up. Um, and it picks up pretty quick. I was smart enough to write down all of my recap, all of my intro. Mm. The way that the GURPS had set it up, he had set it up as very sandbox. And right. so um, I still need the, the support of the dialogue boxes that you get yes. in D&D mods. I need those. I so depend got, on those myself. I have to go back and write a bunch of those. Um, and then I need to highlight things and color code things. Be like, this is something only you know. Do not tell this to the PCs. Right. Cause I did that a few times cause I would get caught up in reading whatever my thing was and be like, Oh, mm, I guess you guys know that now. Yeah. See, I highlight, I highlight so that I, I'm going to be my... color coding, highlighting. <laughs> exactly. So, Cause there's some things, yeah, it's only the DM knows, but if they figure it out, you can then tell them mm-hmm. So that's in a different color, but that way it's not in the yellow that I normally do for stuff that I can come right out and say. One of the super cool things about this is that um, the mod that I will credit when we play, but I'm not going to credit now because I don't want anyone looking it up on the internet and finding right. out all the secrets. But um, the the mod has some fantastic, fantastic artwork that I'm going to be able to do. And I'm hoping that we can work it out where I can share my screen on Zoom and you guys can kind of see some of that artwork. I have a PowerPoint presentation. Oh, that'd be great. Um, and then we'll just have to kind of overlook some of the things because the GURPS mod was set to take place in the real world in Mm. our world um shortly after the French Revolution and stuff like that so there's real places and real people named in there and you just we're just going to pretend it says the thing that we are doing (laughs) right right so it's on twitch.tv slash red dirt dnd yes Uh, and that is going to be at noon on Friday, Central Time, noon Central Time on October the 9th. This is Saturday. That's right. And it raises money for Extra Life. What's going to be going on with that? We have a series of incentives that you can, we haven't set those in stone yet. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we'll have some of the easy peasy, lemon squeezy, love to do them ones. Um, you know, such a dollar amount will get uh, advantage for a PC. And you can say, I want to give, I want to give, Elisar advantage on that roll. That was right. dumb. He shouldn't have rolled a one. Um, yeah. <laughs> or you can, uh, at a higher price level, you could give them a crit, a uh, natural 20, a you know, critical success. Um, and then I think we're doing some other stuff uh, because the thing is that the, the kind of line we have to tread is this, although all of our other holiday specials have been a little silly, 
mm-hmm. the tone of this one because I wanted it to be Halloween. It's a little more serious, a little more somber. And so right. I didn't want you guys to like burst into song. <laughs> um, it would really upset the tone because I listened to some great DMs who talked about tone um, in their analysis of Van, Richten, Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. So yes. to keep that tone where our incentives are a little bit more subdued so it might be something like a um a character is they they get the silence spell essentially put on them and so then they have to mute their microphone for a minute or something like that um johnny had a bunch of really good ideas (laughs) yeah i saw the the whole list and and I'm, i'm hoping we can do all of those i think it'd be great and so we just have to set an out and figure out which ones are going to be the most game breaking and make those the most expensive <laughs> um, so that, you know, someone doesn't mute Johnny for the whole stream. Right. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> that would be so much fun. And or, or mute any one of us. I don't think it'd be, I, we just, you would see our screen just us trying to talk without. Just elaborate charades on yeah. the zoom call. <laughs> Which is great that we can, we can people can see us most of the times when we do render D and D we record it we take it back I take it back I edit it I put music in it this is completely for us it's truly improv because we don't have any idea what's going to happen until you say it yep no pressure it's fine um, <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we're hoping I think last year we um, were able to raise a, quite a bit amount of money. Mm-hmm. doing Wiley, not Wiley Coyote. I try to do that every time um, to do <laughs> Sneaky Coyote's Gambit when we played as our Red Dirt characters. Um, I really like doing the holiday specials. I think I love a good theme. Your girl loves mm-hmm. a good theme. And I like being able to give Ash a chance to play because I know they are just stuck as a forever yeah. DM because they're so good. That's the yeah. problem. They're too good. They set the bar too high. Yeah. So I like to be able to give them a break um, and let them play this kind of goofy, really snarky <laughs> teeth right. Also, I think I, I personally, I, I don't think I've ever DM'd Ash. I think I would be almost intimidated because they're so good. I, I, right. From, from see, the very beginning, the-, the first time I was ever DM'd by them, I was like, um, okay, I can't even hold a candle to that. So yeah. Mm-hmm. The good news is, um ash is on my side yes and they just want me to succeed and i know you guys just want me to succeed as well and so that's why um you're always supportive and you never take advantage of if i forget something or if i um, mess something up um you're never gonna jump on me and be like okay i can like you know do the thing um so I think going into that, it felt to me, it felt a little bit more supportive than it mm-hmm. did intimidating just because I knew that um, Ash was just going to enjoy playing and they weren't right. going to sit there and be like, Kiri, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, the, so they were at least going to be distracted enough to to just enjoy playing. And the fir- very first thing we did was that um, heavily scripted, super amazing mod mm-hmm. um, from verge games a christmas carol so i was moderately confident going in it was really good a really good story so it was it was easy to interpret Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i i i've why it's been fun watching you grow as a dungeon master since the since the christmas episode 
I will say my experience with Red Dirt has played into it as well. Yeah. Um, so one, just watching Ash DM is you're always going to learn something. Right. Little tricks. Um, number two, having to work on like voice acting and stuff like that with Poppy that has helped. Mm-hmm. Bless her heart. Love her to pieces. Um, and so it's being able to Red Dirt focuses so much on story that it has helped me focus on story as a DM, which is why I have that, um, albeit a little bit cheesy, uh, <laughs> um, over story now. Uh, it's, you know, it's a predictable one, but it's good. It's, an, it's a golden oldie. Just the idea of, you know, in the beginning, Shadow and Light were a single entity and then they split away and Shadow's doing sketchy stuff and Light isn't pleased with it. And Shadow had a great weapon that broke into four pieces hidden across the universe. Like super cheesy and predictable, but hey, it gets the job done. <laughs> That's good while you do it. I'm hearing the Zelda triple goddess theme yeah. music as, it, as, <laughs> you're, as you're doing it, yes. I play a lot of Legend of Zelda. Um, It's Legend of Zelda Kingdom Hearts. Those are my two video games. And guess what? They're story heavy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and that's why we we enjoy playing those games. I think it's why we enjoy playing Dungeons & Dragons. Although uh, combat is fantastic and fun, uh, it's the story that drives the game. And I think you've been able to adapt really well to that. Poppy also is not amazing at combat she's okay she can hold her own she can help her friends out but she's not out there kicking butt and taking names as much as she could be she is not (laughs) i do not play optimizingly play her because i am still you guys also have to remember i've only been playing DD for like two years right (laughs) i'm still really really new to DD, so i'm still always finding rules and things the goodness for me is that i almost always play druid so i know the druid rules really well Yep, I uh, my last Saturday I, I used uh, Call Lightning for the first time on my players and did it completely wrong Aww. and totally messed up. I said it's one of my okay. favorites. I know. Well, I so I said okay, I've never I've never done this spell before and I'm probably gonna mess it up and I did. I, I thought it was the radius was the entire. It was like a fireball that the sixty feet was the entire area that was affected. But no, it's just a little five foot. Sp- and i'm like oh you can only hit one creature yeah yeah so i was like oh i, I didn't and i had fireball i should have used that one but i you know yeah so, so we that's in you know the pegasus fight at the end of the poppy pulls that one out um against that surprise baddie so and he just kept failing dex checks and that's also a really good one for sometimes you want to make the other person roll you want to make the bad guy roll right like if you're having a day where you you can't roll dice worth nothing or um they're having a day where they can't roll dice for nothing and you want to take advantage of that so i think in that particular episode um that bad guy failed all but one of their dex checks and so and it's it's like 3d10 or something oh it's yeah it's huge and it's a considerable amount of damage yeah i think four if there's actually a storm going on yeah so i mean we're in the desert so we haven't seen a thunderstorm but it is there yeah so this halloween special is going to be a little bit more uh kind of more on the spooky side is the it is a it is a more somber tone um 
the kind of idea and the I can that I can give away without giving too much away mm -hmm. is that the Vale of Shadows is in this manor house that is situated on this island that nobody has been seen leaving in a few months. And so the physician says, that's where I heard it was last. I cannot see it. Um, and so you guys are going to go in and meet some, um, there's a handful of PCs that are there on the island. And so you'll have to kind of figure out who to trust, who not to trust, and do some Nancy Drew snooping and investigating. Um, ah. Yeah, Love so the hearty voice. Yes. Yes. It's gonna it's a lot more um investigating. So like my mm -hmm. and I didn't tell my regular group this, but they had um unwittingly made characters. We had um a rogue assassin, not super helpful, but the rogueness was. Um mm -hmm. then we had an inquisitive rogue, then we had oh. a a monk, and I let them all get like you know so many magic items because at level 10 you have magic items and you guys have magic items oh yeah and so he had picked these like glasses that gave him advantage on investigation checks and so he was out here just and then they were doing so good i've never seen people roll this many nat 20s in a row it was insane i was like okay i guess you guys know all of the information <laughs> <laughs> because it, it was one of those things where um trent in my group doesn't roll well it's just a he's he's our will wheaton he just doesn't roll super great mm -hmm. which is why we like having him as a dm yes but that night he will he rolled like six nat 20s i'm not yeah. even exaggerating he's making up for it and so uh i was and then you know to my other guys i was like guys why don't we roll this well when it's not me and it's not this when it's our actual campaign and not a little dry run of this haunted house but yes it's gonna be spooky it's gonna be great um i have i always you know theme my mm. outfit and my look so i have that prepared oh cool um and so the only downside is because we are like on zoom and everything i can't play with my lighting too much otherwise i definitely would right. um but it's still gonna be great and we're gonna raise a bunch of money hopefully right. for some kids in need um and i'm excited about all of that and um about you guys running through this i think you just, i think you're gonna have fun i'm optimistic right and the biggest thing is to raise money for extra life mm-hmm yeah, which we we this will be our second year to do it. Uh, excited to do it uh, because I and I, we've been getting how I have managed to check. I'm sure our numbers have gotten better every time we run the holiday specials, uh, but unfortunately, I don't know exactly what those are because usually uh, Ash takes care of all that stuff. I don't know how many. I know the last time um, our so midsummer we were up in the double digits in the chat mm -hmm. on lot, and then however. On the other side of that, people who were watching it afterwards, we were getting um, like 60, 70, 80 um, views within that week. It's on Twitch and then it's over on YouTube right. um, and it's gotten a lot of views since then as well. Yeah. And I think there's a way just to, you don't necessarily have to do anything to donate money. Like you don't have to necessarily give advantage. You can just donate money yes. like we did last year. And we had actually a lot of people who were just you know, putting money out because again, this is for extra life, uh, mm -hmm. which will have their 24 hour 
game session at Game HQ this year again. Fi for, finally, had to go Yay. away last year. Uh, everybody had to be online. So it's kind of nice to be able to be in person, but it's also be nice to be able to do these online things mm -hmm. as well. Well, and one of the great things about, um, you know, Extra Life is taking place just in the month of October. And as far as I'm aware, one of the, we're, we are one of the first ones that's really kicking off um, the month. Um, and so I, hopefully we can set a tone and set a bar right. nice and high for, um, you know, donations throughout the month of October so that, you know, we can just, the gaming community can come together as they like to do and help out some kids. Right. Uh, because they do raise money for the uh, Children's Hospital Foundation. And uh, I think we've been having so much fun with Red Dirt D&D that it's just kind of nice to be able to give back in this way. A hundred percent. I really think it is one of those things that we had talked about early on when we first started Red Dirt D&D, mm -hmm. you know, over a year ago now, where we wanted to kind of uh, use our storytelling powers for good. Right. And now that we've amassed, you know, a pretty sizable following, September was our highest um, ever mm -hmm. downloaded month as of now, as of press time. That's so right. I think we can kind of hopefully translate some of our listeners and some of our regular um, people over to donate to Extra Life. So mm -hmm. even if you don't watch us live and get to participate in the live donations, you can still donate in our honor, mm -hmm. um, you know, and Daga would appreciate it. Yes, exactly. And it, yeah, that's the beautiful thing is you can still donate. You can watch us. And once we do it on Twitch, once it's done with there, it'll switch over to our YouTube channel. But our Twitch mm -hmm. channel has been growing. Uh, every now and then I'll get an alert that someone new is following us that, you know, and we've, we've got, I know we have more than 50 because we hit that bar, whatever that subscription level was. I don't, I, I don't know Twitch. I don't know <laughs> Twitch at all. Uh, I barely understand podcasts. I, I edit the thing and I send it and it's good. Uh, that's all I really care about. But, uh, but I know it's been growing. So hopefully mm -hmm. uh, if you're, if you're listening to this pod, this podcast, the Okie podcast, go over to twitch.tv slash Red Dirt D&D and you can subscribe. And then when we start, you get an email alert, you get an alert on your phone, you get an alert on your any mobile device. And it says, hey, they've started a live thing. Yep. And, and so hopefully then everyone will tune in. Now, of course, we still got is uh, plausible deniability this week. No, I know, I know they of course, were last obviously. week. Okay, A&M uh, Talk D&D, we'll do that on Tuesday night. Uh, I don't know, yeah, I don't know, I guess the plausible I believe the next plausible deniability episode will be next Thursday next for Thursday. us. Okay. So that would be the 14th, the 14th. of October. Yeah. So now. check out, I mean, all these shows that we're growing, we're doing all these things. And again, the fact that we can do the Saturday show to raise money for Red Dirt D&D is going to be a lot of fun. Anything else you want to make sure that everybody knows about before we let you go? Hmm. Can they chat with the us? Can they chat with us during the show? Yeah. Yeah. Because that'll now, be fun. We, um, depending on what's going on, we may not respond. Right. <laughs> um, Kiri probably won't. Definitely won't because she'll be knee deep in four binders, cross referencing yeah, no, no, maps. No, no, don't for the DM. <laughs> but maybe maybe one of the players can answer back. As but uh, Brooke on, is on always the in the chat. Listen, you can yeah. just always imagine Brooke is always in the chat. He's yeah. always in there, sneaky. Um, Brooke and Johnny, they're really good with their. They're chat really people. great. 
I am I'm in the chat on y'all streams all the yes. time. I'm in there moderating and giving th- giving you things to talk about. But um, you can in the chat. And so anytime, you know, you're like, oh, that was great. Ha ha ha. Or smiley faces or like, ah, um, don't help them too much. Give me a chance. <laughs> right. Don't don't say, hey, you should look under the table. <laughs> Give me a chance. Um, but you definitely can interact. And we always love that. We like to see, um, you know, you guys listening to us live and following along and the lag is sometimes entertaining with comments, but it's always great to see those. Um, the only thing I'm going to plug is it is fall in Oklahoma. We're seeing Mm -hmm. some cooler weather. Um, we're heading into deer season. So if you're driving on the highway at night, be careful keep an eye out that doesn't just count for my oklahomies that counts for anybody in north america that's right because deers are everywhere whistles to put on your car i still don't know if those work but (laughs) have you ever seen these there's deer whistles yeah you can get them uh where did i see them i'll have to find you know like home depot and stuff but they're little whistles that basically when the when the wind goes through while you're driving it makes a whistle sound that apparently scares away deer that's quite interesting by the time they hear it i've run them over (laughs) there's you know and i have hit a deer once it's not fun so Um, yes it's it's happened to us a few times especially now that we live way outside of city limits so anytime i drive into um i say into town um into the metro area from where i live it's like solid 20 miles of single lane unlit Mm -hmm. highway so the deer they love it it's it's I drive through Deer Creek. It's not called Cow Creek. It's called Deer Creek. This, this. Yeah. So, and I, I've driven that road many times and, and it's at nighttime, it's, it can be very, very scary. Yes. Exactly. So, so I'm going to plug that. I'm going to plug Red Dirt D&D. We're recording our next four episodes this weekend as well. I'm going to be D&D exhausted. And because uh, I have my regular Saturday night group. So I have Haunted House, Saturday night group, and then Red Dirt the next day. I am going to, my math brain is going to be bad. Um, Which character am I playing? I don't know. Is it Kevin? Is it Poppy? Who knows? So Red Dirt D&D, hit us up. Watch out for deer. Yeah. Red Dirt D&D dot twitch.tv slash Red Dirt D&D. You can also check it out at Red Dirt D&D dot com. A&M Talk D&D will be Tuesday night. Where we will keep up with the stuff that's going on at Wizards of the Coast. Lots of big changes coming for Dungeons and Dragons. We'll be watching that. Uh, yeah, recording four new episodes of uh, Red Dirt D&D. And a new episode, episode 65. Which, 65? We're already up to 65. That's amazing. Uh, drops Wednesday. Yep. Unless you're a patron, then you're already listening to it. Which my, my wife is. My wife is a patron. She's already listened to it and, and <laughs> laughed heartily too. So apparently the mid-season, the mid, mid-show break uh, is Johnny and Brooke and it is fantastically <gasps> hilarious. I always, and that's, so since we switched to recording the mid, the commercial breaks like separately now, and I never hear them until the episode drops because I'm not a patron. Um, <laughs> So I'm excited. Johnny and Brooke do good stuff. Yeah, very, very funny. So you'll enjoy that one. Everyone check that out on Wednesday. Uh, In the meantime, check us out at reddirtdnd.com. And we will look forward to seeing everybody on Saturday. And especially you, Poppy, sitting in the the DM seat. Yep. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Ginger Halfling. So uh, I'm on all of those things. 
as at, at Ginger Halfling. Yep. Very easy to find. Fantastic. <laughs> Kiri, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Michael. Thanks. I always like being here. Yes, I loved having you on. That's going to do it for our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU, Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can find us on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Kiri Hester, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on.